Welcome to season two of Step Monster. I'm Bailey and this is Elise. We're two friends who found each other by chance and haven't looked back since. In this podcast, we talk about the highs and lows of what it's like to truly be a stepmom. Grab a drink and join us for this wild ride. Hey, stepmoms, welcome back. We are very excited to bring a Mother's Day special episode to you a couple days early so that you can really get your mind right ahead of Mother's Day and approach that day with the best opportunity to end the day happy, which sounds like, based on our questions that we got on Instagram over the last couple of weeks, this is a day where it's either happy, neutral, or really bad, which whether you're an adoptive mom, a stepmom, a bio mom, um, a foster mom, I feel like there's there's a lot of different mom scenarios that might make this day particularly emotional. But when we asked our audience, there were a lot of things that you wanted us to cover on this episode. So let's go ahead and get started. Um, before, if you're up for it, actually, I lied. Let's not get started. I have a funny story to tell you. So my stepson was in, he's dating a girl that goes to a different school. He's a senior for reference and she's on the dance company. And last night, as part of her like senior project, one of their dances and the show last night was him. They like invite their boyfriends to to be in the dance with them. And they did this whole like movie mashup thing. So there was like a little bit of grease, a little bit of like breakfast at Tiffany's and it was super cute. But so leading up to this, Mind you, I had no idea whether or not his mom was going. I I just like didn't even really bother. But he calls us. My husband and I had planned to go out to dinner ahead of time. And he calls us as we're literally leaving for dinner. And he was like, hey, can I get dropped off at your house? And then can you guys, can I drive with you guys to the show? And we're like, oh, we're actually leaving right now. But I had gotten off the freeway as soon as he picked up the phone and started asking so that I could maybe perhaps meet at at his mom's house. And because she doesn't live that far away. And I guess his girlfriend was planning on dropping him off. So he's like, okay, well, I'll just have her drop me off at mom's instead. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I we like drive over there and my husband is like, well, don't park right in front of her house because I don't know how long he's going to be and I don't want her to think that we're like stalking her or something, especially knowing he's not there. So I'm like, all right. So I park like down the street, maybe five houses down and he's taking forever. Like, apparently like 17 year old time frame on I'll be there in a minute is more like 15 minutes. And we're sitting there, we're sitting there and I'm like, where is he? I'm like weirded out that like maybe she's going to see us or I don't one of our neighbors is going to think we're being creeps or something because we're just sitting there idling in my car. Well, sure as shit, she pulls up, pulls up down the street behind us and drives literally right past us, pulls into her driveway and they're like unloading stuff from the car. Meanwhile, I'm like to my husband, I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? Do I like, do I pull up? Do we like roll down the window and wave and be like, hi, I'm not stalking you. I'm just waiting for your kid. And I was like so uncomfortable. So then his girlfriend pulls up behind me and he gets out of the car and immediately gets into my car. And then I'm like frozen, like, okay, do do I drive past? Do I like put it in reverse and go the opposite direction? (laughs) I did not know what to do. I was so concerned. And my husband is like, just drive past, just drive past. So I drive past and I didn't even look in their direction to see if they were like maybe looking at us to see if they saw us. But if I have no, I like my car has unique license plates. Like I, I don't know. I, I was so deeply uncomfortable with this whole situation, and my husband just like she's probably like, what is happening? 
I know. And then, so she didn't end up going to the dance show, which I didn't know she wasn't going, but it really, I mean, the only reason we went, one, of course, I wanted to see what all of this like dance practice thing was all about that he's been going to the last couple of weeks. But two, I was a dancer in high school, so I like did those shows. So it was like a little bit nostalgic for me, but it was two hours worth of dance show to sit there for approximately one minute of his stage time. (laughs) Okay. I love that story though, because I can totally put myself in your perspective. I'd be the same way. Like, what do I do? Is she going to be like, what are you guys doing? She'll probably just ask him like, oh, and it will be not a thing. But in the moment, oh, I would be 100% freaking out. I was sweating, Elise, literal pit stain sweating. (laughs) But it's just one of those many things that stepmoms overthink. And especially, I mean, we're coming up into, I call it like the season because my stepdaughter's birthday my stepson's birthday, and then there's usually like graduation or some other event. So my stepson turns 18 in two weeks, and then he has his graduation and then his graduation party. So in the next four weeks, we have three times where we have to be together. And so I'm, I just, I think it's maybe a little bit projecting pre-anxiety. Well, thanks for the laugh. That was fantastic. (laughs) No problem. Okay. But now for real getting into Mother's Day content. Sorry for the quick derail there. I would love to know from your perspective. So when you first became a stepmom, how did that change what Mother's Day meant for you or did it at all? So when I try to think back to then, because it would have only been for probably two years, maybe just one. I think I got like sweet notes and um, the youngest had done like a thing at school and they had a nickname for me. And so she had like put my nickname and like scratched out mom and then like wrote me a cute note. So I think I was fine with that. I didn't, I've never had an expectation, right? Because I think when you have an expectation for something to go a certain way and it doesn't, you make yourself disappointed when you don't need to be. So like that was enough for me, right? And even if there would have been nothing, I probably would have been like a little bit bummed, but I wouldn't have let it linger. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's I'm I mean, we always say that anybody knows that listens to us knows that we always preach like expectations lead to disappointment. So if you have no expectations, then you can't be disappointed. I actually I didn't know that I had expectations until I was already disappointed. (laughs) I think the first couple of Mother's Day, the first one. So I had moved in with them. It was like late in a year, like November, December timeframe, I think. So the first Mother's Day was not that long after that. And I I didn't really have any feels that Mother's Day. But the next one after that, we had been living together for a year and a half. We have 50-50 custody. So I was, you know, doing the things I was doing, pickups and drop-offs from sporting events. I was making dinners. I was helping with laundry, homework, like whatever was necessary, giving advice, which got me in trouble a lot. But that's another story. But I didn't realize I had expectations until that like second Mother's Day where nothing happened. And I had always been like focused on just celebrating my mom on Mother's Day because that's just what, what it was all about. But for some reason that day, I just felt sick to my stomach. And I was like, I I felt like I wanted to be recognized for my contributions to the household. And not even for being a mom, but just for 50% of the time, essentially playing that role. And I hadn't communicated ahead of time to my husband or boyfriend at the time, we weren't even engaged, that I had expectations because genuinely, I, I don't think I knew I had them. But I ended up crying on that day and ended up like deeply upset. And from that point forward, my, my 
now husband was like, okay, let's discuss. Because I just, I don't know, something just felt like I needed recognition. And I, I mean, I always get like my aunt Mother's Day cards. I get my grandma Mother's Day cards. And if I have, you know, like I get my husband's aunt and like his mom and his grandma Mother's Day cards. So it's like, for me, it's not just about being a mom. It's about recognizing people that are making an impact, like women specifically in your life. And same goes for Father's Day. So to not have that recognition on that day initially for me was really hurtful. You are a huge gift giving person and we are so different in so many ways and we're so similar in so many ways. I hate buying cards. Like I would rather write someone a nice note, but another thing that, that, you know, leading up to us recording this episode, I had been thinking about is, especially with young kids, really the importance of the day should fall on your significant other kids don't think about stuff like that. And it's like, you know, they've got a million other things going on. I think that burden should fall on your spouse. I agree with you. And it's odd because so usually for like Christmas and birthdays, and that was always like a a normal thing, like he would always help them shop for her on Mother's Day and on Christmas and on her birthday. And at some point in time, I'm not entirely sure when that shifted to me, (laughs) but it did. And because I think probably for the reason that you just said, I, I love giving gifts. I am thoughtful with what I give and who I give it to and when. And I try to just like be the person that, that thinks extra about it because I like that. And I like making people feel special. And I get joy out of that. Sparks joy, as Marie Kondo would say. But at some point, and I, I wish I remembered like when and how this shifted, it shifted to me. And I became the one that was helping my stepkids shop for her for Christmas and for her birthday and subsequently for Mother's Day. And I think it it probably just sparked as like, hey, Bailey, do you have any ideas for my mom uh, for Mother's Day? And again, being the good, good gift giver, I would just like toss out a couple ideas and some of those ideas were great. And then Last year, my stepson, he had just started working at a restaurant. So he, was, he was actually making pretty decent money for a 17-year-old. And he asked me if I had any gift ideas. And I said, well, I said, does she like massages or facials or mani-pedis? And he was like, yeah, yeah. You know, is there anywhere nearby that we could go? And there's a super cute spa near us uh, called Fuchsia Spa. I think they're a chain, but they're really cute, like super pink on the inside, very girly, very like lady-friendly. And I said, yeah, we should go here. So we go, we go there. He asked me to take him. So we go there. And then he, I was like, did you, are going to pick out a card? So he got her a $200 gift card to that spot, by the way. I was like, oh, that's generous. And of his own money, which was super sweet. And then I said, you know, did you get a card? And he's like, no. And the spa is right next to Safeway. So I'm like, all right, well, let's walk over here and let's pick out a card. And he's standing in there like a typical 16, 17 year old boy, like rolling his eyes like I would rather chew my own arm off than pick out a card right now. So I just look through a couple cards and I grab one. I'm like, how about this one? And he's like, yeah, sure. That's fine. So of course, like we go, we pay for it, we walk out. And this was maybe like a couple days before Mother's Day. It wasn't super far in advance. But so we get to that day and usually Mother's Day falls on. So we transition Sundays. So usually it falls on a Sunday where we already have them. So typically they would go to their moms at 5 p.m. that day. But because it's Mother's Day, they go earlier to spend the day with her. And we sometimes will try to do like a breakfast or something with me, which in the past has caused uneasy feelings. Like she's grumpy about the fact that they want to have breakfast with me on Mother's Day, which feels petty, but whatever. So 
you know, the morning comes and she requests their presence at approximately 9 a.m. So there's really no time for us to do anything on Mother's Day. And I think my stepdaughter had brought over like a card for me and like some flowers or something, but like my stepson didn't sign it. There was like literally no recognition (laughs) whatsoever. And I was mad. And again, it's one of those things where it's like, I didn't, I think I had said on our last, last Mother's Day episode, like, I don't need a lot. I don't need some like biggest, I don't need $200 gift card to a spa. Like, please don't spend your hard-earned money on me like that. But just the idea of like a card and some flowers I thought was really sweet. But to have gone out of my way to take him to buy a $200 gift card for her and a card, pick out the card myself, and then to receive nothing, I was like, whew, that, that hurt. And luckily, I mean, my husband has always been really good since I've communicated my expectations with him about making sure that that day is special for me. I mean, even this year, he he has a Vegas trip planned in May, and he was explaining to his friends why he couldn't go the weekend of Mother's Day. And his friends were like, what do you mean? Like, all my wife wants is to be alone on Mother's Day. Like, it's a blessing that I'm out of town. And my husband was trying to explain to him, like, no, 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 like, it's a little bit different, like... It's important for me to be there. And I thought that was so sweet. That is super sweet. And I will say that I don't help with gifts on the other side. Like she's remarried. And so I'm sure that falls on her new husband. So hopefully he's taking on that role. And then, you know, I, I am a mom, but still my son is seven. So outside of the like cute little craft thing they make at school, it falls on my husband for him to do stuff. And I will, you know, every once in a while, I'll get like a happy Mother's Day text from one of my stepdaughters, which is like, makes my day, right? Like, I don't even need more than that. I appreciate that immensely. And it's just like the the fact that they even remembered, even if it's just one of them, makes my day, right? So I think for you to go out of your way and do all of those things, And then he's not, maybe he is appreciative that you did that, but then he's not recognizing you in the same capacity or even remotely would, I, for sure, I would be super bummed and can see why that would, that why that would hurt for sure. Yeah. And I mean, I kind of, like, I do it to myself, right? Like, I could have said, no, I'm not going to take you to ask your, ask your dad to take you. But I just, I don't know. It's just like not in my nature. Like I want to be helpful, but that very well could have and should have been a moment for me to disengage because it eventually did turn into resentful feelings for like being the one to help pick out birthday gifts and being the one to help pick out Christmas gifts. So for me, that was like a double-edged sword because I love gift giving and because I also recognize that like I want my stepkids to feel good about the gifts that they give to their mom and I want to be able to help because that's something that they come to me for. And I don't know, like looking back, maybe maybe I should have pushed it more on my husband. But at the same time, I think that also built a level of trust with me and my stepkids because they understood that like you can come to me for anything. It can be uncomfortable for you. It can feel weird. It can be about your mom. It cannot but like, regardless, I'm here to help you. And that was always my focus. So I, have, I don't know, mixed feelings. So you you mentioned something that I want to ask your opinion on. So obviously, you have a seven-year-old now. And so Mother's Day is a little bit different for you. We got a message on Instagram when I was asking for topic ideas for Mother's Day. And she said, I have mixed feelings about allowing my stepkids to celebrate me on Mother's Day because eventually I want to have a child of my own and I'm worried that it might ruin the mother, like the actual Mother's Day feeling for me. She's like, because I'm I'm not a real mom, but when I have my first kid, I want to be recognized as like a real mom. 
And I just, I don't know, for me, I was like, that's not going to ruin it at all. It it shouldn't, but I'm not a bio mom. So what are your thoughts on that? I think that that's not something I would ever be worried about, especially now knowing and being in it. It doesn't devalue it in any sort of way. I think it only heightens the fact that like there's love for everyone. And I don't know, that's just not even something that's ever crossed my mind at any point. So again, I'm not a huge holiday person, but even if I was, I I just wouldn't let it take away and nor would it in any capacity. Like, why would you tell someone that they can't be appreciative of you? Yeah, that that felt weird to me too. It's the usually it was the polar opposite of what we normally hear, which is the the question of do sh- should stepmoms be recognized on Mother's Day? And my opinion on that is it depends. And it depends on your situation. It depends on, you know, if like one of the guests that we had on Jocelyn Flowers, her podcast is The Daily Stepmom. She is a full-time stepmom to a gaggle of children. And I absolutely think she she should be recognized on Mother's Day because she is playing that role full-time. Then there are other stepmoms who they don't have custody at all. Maybe they have like visitation rights every other weekend. Should you be recognized for visitation rights every other weekend? I don't think so. But there's so much gray area in between those two extremes where I think, like you said before, I mean, expectations lead to disappointment. I think if you expect nothing or even expect just a day celebrated with your significant other instead, then maybe you can focus on something more positive or focus on just your mom or the women that you appreciate in your life instead of making that about you might might be one way to, to get your mind right on that day. And I I also think it depends on the ages of your stepkids. So if they're adults and you've made a significant significant contribution or been around in their lives for a long time and you get nothing, then just know that I'm sure maybe I don't know, maybe you want to have a conversation like, do you appreciate me? I feel unappreciated, but don't make it around like the Mother's Day holiday. You could make it just around like your relationship in general and then get the validation that you're looking for on Mother's Day in a different capacity. Or, you know, I just I always try to normalize things. So what did I do when I was a teenager for my mom for Mother's Day? And it was I would go on the day of and get the obligatory card or my dad would buy a card for all of us and we would sign it and then we would spend the day with her. But it felt forced. Right. So, like, do you want to have a forced situation with your stepkids where like they don't want to do it anyways, but you want that and there's an expectation there and you're going to be disappointed if not or even circling back to your disappointment, Bailey. I think the appropriate thing would be for your husband to say, hey, dude, you know, Bailey helped you with all that stuff for your mom for Mother's Day. And she was kind of bummed you didn't even like do anything for her. So maybe step your game up next time and give him a choice. He can either do it or he cannot. And then you kind of know where where that stands for the holiday. Yeah, for sure. I have already decided in my mind that I will not be (laughs) participating in the gift giving uh, arena for Mother's Day for her this year. I I think he's he's almost 18. Like, figure it out, dude. Yeah, he's got a car. He has money. He can ask you for some ideas, but it's on him to really pull through with it. And then if you're a bio mom and you're listening, if your kids want to do something with their stepmom on Mother's Day, 
girlfriend, take that time to go get your nails done. Go get a massage. Go to like the foot reflexology place for 30 minutes and just relax because really that's all moms want to do on Mother's Day is spend a little time with their kids and then pamper themselves, hopefully. Agreed. One of the guests that we had on recently, Megan McLaren, she posted a poll this morning on Instagram. I don't know if you saw it or not, but it was it was a poll of like, what do you want to do on Mother's Day? And the options were spend the whole day alone or spend the whole day with your kids or a mix of A and B. <laughs> and I think the majority of people picked a mix of A and B because to your point, you're right. Like, of course, I want to spend time with my kids on Mother's Day, but then also just like, let leap, give me some peace. <laughs> let me sleep in, make me breakfast and just let me do my thing. Totally. So this one is kind of a wild one that we got that I want to ask your opinion on the in-laws. So her husband's in-laws still celebrate the bio mom for Mother's Day, but not her. And they've been together for several years and they have 50-50 custody and there is a tumultuous relationship with the ex. But the in-laws still decide to celebrate the ex, send her flowers, send her a card, might take her to lunch or to breakfast and don't do anything for the stepmom. What are your thoughts on that? That feels weird. Mainly because, yeah, that's weird. It is weird. Like, the first question that came to my mind is, did she birth the only grandchildren that they have? And so they feel like they need to really celebrate her because maybe if it's a a tough co-parenting situation that they could lose visibility to their grandkids. So they do more than they need to. Yeah, that's possible. Still fucked up, but possible. Yeah, I would not. That would not sit right with me. It would not. If that were me, I'd be like, hey, okay, that's cool. Let your parents do all that stuff. But like, you're taking me away for the weekend. For sure. Yes. I 100% agree with that. It's just so so mind-blowing to me how there's so much stigma behind a stepmom receiving any kind of validation or recognition on Mother's Day. And like I posted on our Instagram this week saying... If you bought your aunt, your BFF, your best friend who's a dog mom, and your grandmother a card for Mother's Day, you sure as shit better be buying your stepmom a card for Mother's Day. Because there is no reason why you would recognize all of those people in your life, but not one who has had such a significant impact on who you are as a human. Another thing, and I always try to think about worst case scenario, if something happened between me and my husband, I could potentially become a bio mom who has a stepmom in my child's life. And... I feel like I would get something for her just as like a olive branch for like, thank you for taking care of my kids and like loving them and helping them as a mom. Because look, I get a million texts on Mother's Day from like random people that I don't ever talk to, like my ex-boyfriend's stepmom or yeah, like weird out of the woodwork people who I don't ever talk to. And I'm like, okay, all of these people who... I really am not connected to anymore in any capacity. Like we wish everybody a happy Mother's Day. So I feel like that connection between a a bio mom and a stepmom, it would just, I would always do it if I was in that situation. And unfortunately, I don't think that that really is the case for most situations. I really hope for the sake of your marriage that that does not ever come to fruition. But if it does, I'm going to play this episode back at you because you know, sure as shit, you're going to be a high conflict bio mom if some shit goes down. 
Here's the thing. He knows I'm crazy, and so he would never leave me. No, we have we have a great relationship, and we've had our tough times, but, you know, I think we're in it to win it. So um, I do also think that's the benefit of going through a divorce. You kind of see where the gaps were previously and what you could have done. We should do a whole episode on that, like mm-hmm. things that men and women learn after divorce or during divorce because, yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. If you've been through a divorce and you're listening and you have some input, please shoot us a message and, and maybe we'll have you on as a guest. So obviously you just alluded to it. So you have a really strong relationship with your husband and as do I. And I think that is the pinnacle in every blended family relationship. It's that bond between you and your significant other and your ability to communicate really well, his ability to have your back when you're having a weak moment. What would be your advice on how stepmoms can communicate to their significant others to set the expectations for Mother's Day. If they are feeling some kind of way about it, how can they talk to their spouse and or boyfriend or partner or whomever and say, hey, I'm feeling weird about this day. How can we come together on this? I feel like you're going to have really good advice on this, but you also alluded to it. I think you need to have a proactive conversation if you know that it's going to be you're going to be anxious or potentially disappointed on that day and just say hey listen I really want you to be cognizant of that this day might be hard for me and if I'm in a mood or just maybe proactively you can give me some extra love on that day to help me get through it and just know that it might be a hard day for me, I think is probably the best way to approach it and just see what they say. Yeah, I agree with that. I think too, there's a, there's questions about, you know, whether or not stepmom should be getting gifts or whether or not you should like tell your significant other I'm expecting gifts. I don't agree with that at all. I think, I mean, it it would feel kind of shitty to tell your partner I'm expecting gifts for Mother's Day and then get gifts for Mother's Day and know that the only reason you got them is because you basically demanded them. And I just, I don't think that's the right way to go about anything. I think exactly what you just said, sitting down and saying, hey, this is a weird day for me. And I'm not going to force anybody into recognizing me in a way that feels inauthentic to them. But I would like if you and I could maybe make some plans together to either go out to lunch or go see a movie or do something fun just so I can I can at least feel appreciated by you for the role that I play in the household. And that should be an easy conversation. If it's not, I think you need to do some reflection on maybe why that is and and really level set with your your partner on that. Okay, another thing that I'm thinking is really if they go from being single dads to having us supporting them, right? So I think at minimum, if you have an expectation, which I don't think you should, but you can say to your partner, you know, I I try to support you with the kids as much as possible and it would feel really good for you to acknowledge that if they're not already and put the onus on them that you're supporting them as the biological parent and they should recognize that as an adult. Yep. 100%. Well, that pretty much covers everything that we had planned for this episode. And I think every topic that we got submitted through Instagram in one way or another. And I think the the bottom line of all of this is really just stepmoms wanting recognition for that day, regardless of who it comes from, and wanting to have a resource to help set expectations with their significant other on what that day should look like for a stepmom. But if you are a stepmom and you are listening, whether or not someone recognizes you on Mother's Day, you are still appreciated and you are still valuable and you still play a strong role whether or not they recognize it now. 
So please keep your head up. Find something to do for you on Mother's Day. Find something to do with your partner. Find something to just kind of keep yourself busy or relax. Go get a massage and appreciate yourself. And if you're feeling low on that day, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram. We'd be happy to throw you a a happy Mother's Day. So yeah, again, just keep your head up, ladies, and you're doing a good job. Happy Mother's Day to everyone listening. Bio moms, stepmoms, adoptive moms, foster moms, dog moms, those struggling with infertility, those have who have lost a child. I mean, all of you are welcome in our space, and we are so glad to have everyone here from all around the world. And we hope Mother's Day is what you need it to be. And if you have any questions, you can always reach out to us. Like Elise said on Instagram, we're at Stepmonster Podcast. Please give us a follow. Uh, if you liked this episode, we would love a review from you on Apple or on Spotify. Give us a rating. We really appreciate that. And then if you have more questions for us or you want to submit an episode for one of our mini-sode series, you can email us stepmonsterpodcast at gmail.com. And we are so happy to have you. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, Bailey. Happy Mother's Day, you, Elise. <laughs> Bye. Bye.